check his pocket. He got eight master locks in his pocket. They are locked out all season. The man, the myth, Jalen Ramsey. What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? This is Austin Cunningham and Justin Treese of Talking Football coming at you with a little bit of a different intro. Treese comes at me right before we're about to start and goes, "Hey, man, let's do a little, let's do something a little different today, and let's start with something. Let's start with something different." I'm like, "What are you doing?" He gets this big smirk and he goes, "Trust me." And that's it. There's your intro to Talking Football today. Pay the man, the myth, the legend, Treese. What's his name? The King Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the coolest intro ever to a camp. I literally got woken up at 6.08 a.m. my time from a text from Austin that said, Dude, coolest intro to a camp ever. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I just woke up, immediately go to Twitter, first thing I see, and I just had a smile on my face the rest of the day. I mean, it just, I saw it. Uh, going, leaving the house. Like, I was walking out of the apartment and um, phone buzzes, like, da 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 da. I look at it, I'm like, what the heck is this? And they're like, Jalen Ramsey's backing up to Brink's truck to camp. And then I watched it, I was like, dude, that, that's actually pretty cool. I have no idea what the guy said at first the first time I listened to it. Sent Therese the message. Kind of nice to know that I'm the one that woke you up today. Makes me feel good inside. Real nice, warm. It should. It's a For- good feeling. First voice I heard this morning was your beautiful voice. First voice you read, but yeah, for sure, for sure. I heard it, though, in my head. I read Always. it as if you were reading it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, that's that's a connection right there. If you ever ha- if you haven't seen one before, that's it right there, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into the news of the NFL. Uh, several teams decided to report to training camp today. More will start tomorrow, and I believe following the rest of the week, teams will be going to camp, getting everything rolling, getting ready for the season. I hope that your favorite team is off to a good start, that you are excited for the year, and that your team faces no serious injuries that derails your season, because that's going to suck. Nobody likes that, but I hope that you're the fan that you're a team, the team that you are a fan of, excuse me, let me talk today, the team that you are a fan of does well this year, because that makes football fun, it keeps you excited, it keeps you interested in the year. And there's more stuff for you to talk about now when you're out and about instead of being super sad and being embarrassed to talk about your team because they're not doing so well. Mainly talking to Bengals and Dolphins fans right here. But it is what it is. I'm happy to be back with an ep- with another episode with you, Trees. And other than that, let's get to talking football, man. Let's do it. Let's start out with some signings that have happened over the course of either the last 24 hours or actually a few weeks for some. We've just been so busy with our 100 top players that we haven't gotten to it. So just recently, about, what, an hour ago? If that, uh, yeah. Yeah, Kevin Byard became the highest paid safety in the NFL by the Tennessee Titans. Just signed a five-year, $70.5 million contract. I didn't see the guaranteed money on it. I, I know that's just the money on it, but we got paid. Yeah, he did. And my first question was, does he deserve it? Because I thought a report just came out like last week that he might sign with a different team. Oh, really? I did not see that. He was really good the last couple of years, so I can see it. But again, for me, it's just hard to pay safeties that type of money. I just don't know if safety is a position that if I was a GM, I would be willing to pay. Yeah, I mean, 70 divided by five. I mean, you do the math. That's quite a bit a year for a safety player. 
Now, I told you to do the math because I can't do it that fast. So hopefully you figured out the number by now. We can just keep moving forward. Another big name that signed with his team, Robbie Gold to the 49ers. That looked like it was kind of be a sketchy deal. Robbie Gold maybe didn't want to be there, wanted paid a certain amount, or he was gone. And the 49ers were like, you know what? We've seen these other teams have kicker issues. We've had you before. We lost you. We're not going to lose you again. Hey, you're here, man. They locked him up. He's good to go. Another big one, Darren Sproles is going back to the Philadelphia Eagles. Between him and Jackson, dude, I mean, who's Philly missing from the old days? LaShawn McCoy? Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, Darren Sproles is the new Brett Favre. I'm retired. I'm not retired. I am retired. I'm not retired. I mean, you're that small, and you avoid you, and you can avoid getting injured. I mean, but he's been injured the last couple of years, man. Tore his ACL and his arm in one play, same play. Broke his arm and tore his ACL. That's a bad. That's a bad fall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'm coming back. Like, hey, man, if I broke, if I got hurt in two places at one play, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, seriously, you're on crutches, but you can't use your left arm because you got a cast on it. Ah, that's just that's just a shitty deal for him. Uh, You hate to see it. You do hate to see it. Another guy. uh, Everybody talked about how it was surprising that the Patriots didn't sign or excuse me, didn't draft a tight end during the draft. And they end up signing Lance Kendricks to the team today, yesterday. Can't remember today. the day. They get all mixed up. But uh, let's see. Kendricks, he was on the Rams. And wasn't McDaniels on that staff when they drafted him? I think he was. You know, I don't know, but that sounds about right. That sounds right in the time frame of it, honestly. And then the other one is a guy that you know very well, and that's Alan Bailey. Yes, the Hulk himself is going to Atlanta. Another signing that I want to go ahead and predict, I was talking to Teresa about this the other day. The Falcons just lost J.J. Wilcox, a safety, to a torn ACL. There's still a pretty big-name safety out there that happens to be from the state of Georgia, from Atlanta. It's where he did his cancer treatments while he was going through it. This is Eric Berry. He is yet to sign anywhere the main issue has been his, for lack of better words, just his willingness to play during the injury, wanting to make sure he is 100% healthy. That makes sense, you know, as a, as a human being, you under you respect that because the longer you can play, the more money you can get. But when it comes down to a point in time for your team where they need you and you say, hey, I'm just not feeling it this game, what about next week? Well, that, that was a close game, and then you're going to come in on a Thursday when the team's kind of beat up. It makes things kind of different and difficult to go with, but it is what it is. He is still available, and him going to Atlanta seems to be like a good fit. You just added Alan Bailey to a two-year deal. Why not add Eric Berry onto a two-year deal or one-year prove-it deal and go from there? If I'm Atlanta, I'm doing it because I don't know who else you're really going to sign at safety with that type of experience and playmaking ability. How about this guy? He does not have playmaking abilities, I'll tell you that much. But Jonathan Cyprian. That's the name I saw the other day. Cyprian, not Byard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's okay. my Great. mistake there. Yep. No, no, all good. So, yeah, Cyprian, former Jaguar, then former Titan. I could see him. Like, a lot of teams like him, and he fits into that Dan Quinn-type defense. If you want to move Neil more into that not-so-much-strong safety role and into the box, so let him play more of the free safety role and then have 
Cyprian be in the be in the box a little bit more. I could see that fit that signing fitting well, even though I think Cyprian is kind of garbage. But why wouldn't the Bucks sign him? Who do they have at safety? Who do the Bucks have on their roster? Let's start there. Well, let's add have- a name we at least know. Cyprian sounds like a good freaking start. Yeah, it's true. I mean, besides Mike Evans. Could we just restart that whole franchise? Well, I mean, you're the one that said they have one of the best linebackers over 100 tackles every they year do. of his career. They do. David, Monte David, he's, he's yes, really sir. good. He is really good. Okay, fine. We can keep one starter from each side. Nadama can sue. They just signed him. Oh, cool. Is this 2007? <laughs> that was actually really boom roasted. <laughs> Speaking of guys that... uh. Used to be good or still are good, but no longer with their team. Mike Daniels released from the Packers. The main reasoning is that he was due over $8 million this season, including his bonuses and incentives. Packers said, hey, we did a lot to our defense this offseason. Eight mil for defensive tackles really not needed right now. There's a new, you know, a new coaching staff, new front office aspect of the team they're looking to move in a different direction where do you think is a good spot for mike daniels like who's a team that needs a defensive tackle right now that mike daniels can come in step in and go hey let me help what about the ravens next to williams yeah i mean they were super interested in in gerald mccoy why wouldn't they be interested in mike daniels i guess I mean, I, I'm trying to stay away from the three teams that everybody's always like, oh, these guys are interested. Oh, what do you know? The Browns and the Chiefs and the Patriots are interested. Do you know who That's, is going to be interested? Who? The Rams. They don't have the money, man. They would have just kept Sue. Yeah, but Sue's old. You don't yeah, think they're going to want a guy that just eats up space next to Donald? that's what they had in Sue. I know he's old, but like, why would you change away that awesome defensive line you had last year? If I don't know, I just don't, I wouldn't make that, that move would not make sense to me. You don't think so? Not to me. I'll, I'll eat my words. If that ends up happening, I just, I just don't see it. The Seahawks would make sense. I don't feel like they have much, especially because Jaron Davis or sorry, Jaron Reed. I don't know why I said Davis Reed just got suspended for six games. That could, Mm -hmm. that could make a lot of sense actually, but but do they have the cap space? I know that like he was due over eight million. I still see him making getting a deal at least seven million. Like I feel like this is like Malik Jackson all over again. Like he was supposed to get like twelve or thirteen million from the Jags this year. They release him. Eagles sign him for ten million or ten and a half million per year. Yeah. So he still gets a massive good deal. It's just a little bit less. But now he gets to basically choose the team he wants to go to. Yep. I don't think he's going to go. I don't think the Ravens are a good fit between Brandon Williams and Michael Pierce. Yeah, I just don't think that's where he ends up. They got too much along with Carl Davis. Yeah, I just don't see it happening there. But still plenty of teams. Dolphins? See, I thought the Dolphins, but they're just notorious for always having at least two big defensive tackles that no one really hears about, but they do just enough for the team. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Sorry, everybody. I'm looking through teams, like just trying to figure out who has weaknesses there. What about the Arizona Cardinals? I was just about to say the Cardinals. That's funny. I can see the Cardinals for sure. I mean, they're they're going to have to stop offenses that like to fucking run the ball. All three of their division opponents are going to be running it a lot this year. There's a good start. Yep. And <laughs> the first article I look at at the Arizona for the Cardinals defensive line, the Arizona Cardinals should consider signing Mike Daniels. <laughs> that's awesome hey, there you go there it is you heard it here first on the possibilities of where mike daniels is going to go along with cyprian and eric berry 
Was there anyone else that we talked about that we need to call out and make sure we discuss today? I think that's the news for everybody that's either been signed or released in the recent days. Yeah, that's it. Well, what's some other news that uh, you want to go ahead and talk about that you don't seem to be the happiest guy about? <laughs> well, I'm not happy. Actually, I'm very happy about this. Taylor Lewan got suspended today. Sorry, Titans. <laughs> I feel so bad for you guys. Like, Did you play I, the Titans at the beginning of the year? Week three. And? And then later in the year. So you're going to lose both of them still? Yeah, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch his apology video? I didn't. I just didn't know if you have. I haven't watched it yet. Well, from the sounds of it, it sounds like he took something unknowingly. Yeah. Take it sure. or leave it with that. I mean, sure you did. yeah, I'm sure you did. Don't worry about it, Taylor. I mean, I kind of believe it to an extent with some of these guys because there's so much stuff that's on the list. My roommate in college played on the football team, and we were going to Walmart to buy like one a day vitamins. I mean, we were just we were in Walmart. And we were looking at like vitamins and stuff to get, you know, and then like the uh, what is it, the fish oil pills or whatnot i mean we're looking at that crap and he's looking at all this stuff and he's like i don't know if i can take any of this he's like i'm gonna have to look it up and see what's legal and what's not and i was yeah. like dude it's just freaking vitamins he's like yeah to you it's just vitamins to me that gets me suspended or kicked off the team and i lose my scholarship i was like oh well you might want to take a bigger look at that so yeah. to an extent you know there's a possibility that they're taking something or they drink something that they don't realize is in it and it's just like Boom, you test it for it, you're done. So Yeah. Yeah, I just don't believe Titans players are good people. Of so, course you don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, for real though, like he actually does seem like a really cool dude. Like every time I watch him on TV, I'm always like, ah, this guy's awesome. This guy's cool. But I just like to give Titans players shit. And hey, he was uh I'm sure Josh Norman likes it more than I do since Luan went straight up to him and did the bow and arrow celebration right in front of his face last year. <laughs> Could when you beat imagine him? being normal, like going up to him and yelling at him and he's just sitting there laughing at you? Like to an extent, you got to be kind of intimidated. Like this guy's laughing at me right now and could legitimately break me in half. But I, ha I mean, I have to stand up for myself and I have to be mad. But I could also be the last time I'm ever mad at anything. Exactly. Speaking of Norman, did you watch the Gruden uh, press conference today? No, I didn't. First thing they ask, he comes up. They're like, all right, we'll just start off with this. Josh Norman was jumping over bulls uh, the other day. What do you think of that? And he was like, oh, I knew he wasn't going to touch the bull. That dude hates contact. <laughs> <laughs> Why uh, have I not seen that yet? You should. You really oh should. Oh, my gosh. Bleacher Report, where are you at? That's a classic line. It really is. Wow. Even his stud cornerback shit for not liking contact. <laughs> Boom, I'm, freaking roasted, dude. Yeah. Another thing that I wanted to talk about is OBJ. It's been a couple episodes since we've talked about the Browns, right? Might as well bring them up again. Dude comes out and says his goal is to beat Jerry Rice's record and 23,000 yards, blah, 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 blah. Cool. Cool story, bro. Cool story. You're not even coming close to it. It's a good goal, though. Like, good for you for like, having that goal. I can't get mad at people for having really ambitious goals in their life. So, there's that. But, dude's not coming close to Jerry Rice's record. What does he have to average a season to do that? That is a great question. 
because he's already been averaging over 1,300 yards a season, excluding his injured seasons. But this dude was playing with Eli Manning and still doing this from his rookie season until last year. I mean, even last year, he sat out some games injured, still had over 1,000 yards receiving. To me, there's a slim possibility that he kind of does this. Playing with Baker Mayfield, getting that offense, getting the targets. Baker has the ability to throw the ball down the field. I mean, you kind of have to wonder to yourself, is there a possibility that he touches this, or is he just... He would have to. He would need seventeen thousand five hundred yards. So how how much longer is he playing for? I don't know. That's a good question. He's played for five years. This is going to be year six for him. And let's see here. So let's say he plays another another nine seasons, right? So he's played five, nine, fourteen year season or career. Excuse me. He would need. 1,945 yards per season. How long did Jerry Rice play for? Dude, way too many years. Like, in the 20s. And we don't think Odell does that at all? No. Dude can't stay healthy. Like, why would he, right? Like, he's... This generation, they're okay with not having as long as a career so they can actually live their life. Yeah, that is a solid point. Speaking of major yards in a season, Julio Jones came out the other day and goes, you know, I might just mess around and get three. Meaning he's going to get 3,000 yards receiving in a season. Are you betting on that? Are you placing a bet on that just for the hell of it? Hell no. Why, why on earth would I throw money away? Throw $10. What do you mean throw money away? I'm a degenerate gambler, says I am. I am. I, I already throw away $50 every year by betting on the Jags to win this. <laughs> I don't need to throw any more money away. Just throw another 20 on that. That's probably huge odds. Yeah, it probably is, but that that's probably not even the odds, though. Like, if I go to Vegas, they're not going to say over 3,000. They'll have it. They'll probably have it closer to, like, 1,600. You don't think there's a—you can't, like, create your own bet or anything, and they just kind of throw an odd out there? No, that's not how it works. This is a guy talking that has never bet on anything in his life, so. Yeah. No, there are there are bets, and then you go up, you read the chart. What I understand to- that aspect. They all have a number, and then you go to them, and you say, I want to bet on— Three seven two eight, and they're like, okay, and then they print off the ch- ticket, hand it to you. You give them cash or chips, and then get the hell out of there. That's it. That's it. That's how it works. Oh, yeah. But it's super fun when you're there during game day because then you're sitting on the couch just watching all the games, standing up, pacing around, slapping the paper on your knee, just super nervous, that type of shit. Yeah, it's fine. No big deal. No big deal. I've never done that before. Just every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it every Sunday? No, it's not every Sunday. Every other? Yeah. No, it's, I don't know how often it is, but it, it's often, yes. yes. All I know is this football season is going to be fun. It's going to uh, be a lot of fun. Can't wait. 40-something days away from opening Thursday? Going to be awesome. Really Ooh, is. Freaking yeah, dude. Yep. All right, let's talk about our favorite teams for a little bit. I feel like we haven't done that in a bit. So let's talk. We've already talked about Jalen, right? The king, mm-hmm. the man, the myth, the legend, whatever you want to call him. It doesn't matter. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. The greatest of all time. Whatever. Now let's, talk about, let's, now let's talk about Yannick Ngakwe. As we've been saying for a while, he's going to hold out. He did hold out. He's not at camp. Yesterday. 
they did offer him a deal, the Jaguars, to make him the fourth highest paid defensive end or defensive pass rusher, I should say, because it's behind Khalil Mack, it's behind Demarcus Lawrence and Frank Clark. Mm-hmm. And talks broke down on Tuesday night uh, because it was a shorter deal. They didn't say how many years. They just said a short, short-term short deal, which my guess is three years. And he's probably looking for a longer-term deal. But it did mention the first two years he would have made over $50 million. So that's $25 million, But they say that overall it was averaged out to be about $19 million per year. So year three was going to be a lot less than year one and two. Doesn't talk about guaranteed money or anything like that. So $19 million per year, what is that, 60 minus 3, 57? About $57 million, basically three-year, $57 million deal. So would you, if you're in that situation and they're offering you that, would you pretty much just take the franchise tag this year, get paid an extra, and then take that deal next year? Here's the, here's the problem. He's not getting fran- – he doesn't get franchise tag money this year. He's on his rookie deal. Uh, so we this- either sign now or wait till next year. Correct. And guess how much franchise tag? Yeah, guess how much money he's making this year? Two million, if that. One point oh four or something like that. Just yep. over, just over a million dollars this year because he was a third round pick. Yeah, I think Chris Jones is making like eight hundred k, second round player. So yeah, so crazy. Like it's just like I, I would do the same thing if I was him though. I would hold out. I still think that a long term deal gets done in the next week. I bet he. I bet at this time next year, week when we're recording, a deal's been in, a deal's been made. I hope so for you because then that means the Chiefs are that much closer to signing Chris Jones. Um, is there anything else you want to say about Yannick before I hop into the Chiefs? No, I just want to go back over to Jalen Ramsey for a minute. So yeah, go ahead. The dude is the greatest of all time, and you guys are all just getting to watch just this magnificent man just play ball and gets to just be amazing on and off the field. Oh, you, you done? You done listening to me now? Oh, uh, you done yet? I mean, shit. Yeah, it's fine. You guys should follow him on Instagram though. He's super funny. All right. I'm done. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about him? I love him. Give him a little shout out. Maybe throw in his Twitter handle. It's at Jalen Ramsey. Hey Jalen, if you ever want to come on, dude, I would be very, very thankful. Very much. You know what? Send him a tweet right now, just asking. Like, hey, man. All nothing right. but high praise, nothing but love. I got a podcast here. Why don't you come on for five minutes? Let's just talk some ball, talk some money, and then you can go about your merry way. All I need is five minutes. Done. I'll tweet him from the Talking Football account right now as you're talking about the Chiefs because I'm not interested in what you have to say. Okay, well, I appreciate the honesty there. <laughs> Do it from your personal account and then tag Talking Football. Okay. Because if he likes it, then, you know, you get the attention and so does the account. Okay. So, now that we're going to talk about the Chiefs, Yannick, you said Yannick, there's a possibility he gets his extension within the next week. Great. That means the Chiefs are that much closer to signing Chris Jones. Chris Jones has not reported to camp yet. Not sure if he is or not. But he does not have that much money to play with. So he really doesn't have a choice where he's either expecting a contract this year or he's going to have no money this next season. It's going to be struggling pretty hard once the season starts because NFL players only get paid during the season. They don't even get paid during the playoffs. 
They don't get paid in the offseason. They don't get their check until they play a game the following Tuesday. So that's how it works. He doesn't have that much money. He's not in a position to keep holding leverage. And with Tyreek Hill not having any games suspended, the Chiefs have already restarted negotiation talks with him. I heard that the negotiations within Chris Jones, not necessarily stalled out, but they've gotten quiet. I believe they're still talking, trying to figure out a deal. And the Chiefs are kind of in a, you know, in a rock and a hard spot and trying to figure out who do they want to sign first for what length, knowing they have to pay Patrick Mahomes most likely over $200 million next year. Man, things are looking tough for the Chiefs within their contract years. So I think what they should do is sign Tyreek Hill to a long-term deal with a lot of incentives and a lot of verbiage that shows if anything else happens or anything else takes place, that guaranteed money gets swiped. With Chris Jones, I say you sign not a long-term extension, but maybe a short-term extension, knowing that you can re-sign him if he continues to to progress every single year, knowing that he's going to get that max deal in another two to three years. Because by that time, Frank Clark's probably off the books. Sammy Watkins is off the books. Honey ba- the Honey Badger might be off the books. I mean, Mitchell Schwartz is going to be off the books because he's not playing that long. Who knows about Eric Fisher? Travis Kelsey might be retiring by that time or maybe with a different team. I mean, this is this. And I'm talking two to three, four years from now when Chris Jones might be getting that second contract if all goes well here because teams are just changing so much. But one thing that you know is going to be consistent with the Chiefs is Patrick Mahomes is going to be there. I just mentioned Travis Kelsey's name. He is reported to camp because injured vets, rookies, and quarterbacks report to this part of training camp a couple days early before the rest of the team shows up. Travis Kelsey is 100% cleared. He had surgery at the beginning of this offseason for his ankle. He's looking good. The Chiefs reported BJ Kissel played a, or, uh, tweeted out a video going, hey, here's a video on Kelsey if you're just wanting to know how he did today and how he's doing. It's got him running an out route from the tight end position, of course. Duh. But the video starts with Patrick Mahomes dropping back, throwing the ball far out to the sideline on the far hash. Travis Kelsey's running the out, like I said. Sticks his hands out. Ball sticks to his hands like glue on the outstretched fingertips. Gets both feet in bounds and then runs out. Looking pretty good. Looking promising. The connection that Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey have built this offseason has been phenomenal. It's an exciting one for a Chiefs, seeing that he's been working out with the Chiefs' second-round draft pick, Miko Hardman, out of Georgia. That's nice to see. Uh, I'm not sure if it made major news or just went big here in Kansas City, but when they were reported into camp yesterday, Miko Hardman joined the media group and asked Patrick Mahomes, like, hey, like, how do you continue to stay motivated going into this next season after last year? Like, What's your motivation? Like, What just keeps you going? And Patrick Mahomes looks at him and goes, well, I could hardly, I could barely see your face with that chain on your neck. <laughs> He's got this big old, like, Hardman, like his last name, you know, Miko Hardman. He's got this chain that's just all gold and, like, diamond out and everything in front. <laughs> and Miko just kind of starts laughing, and Mahomes answers the question beautifully, and then they just kind of go on about their way. But, man, it's, it's awesome. I'm glad football's back. I'm already making a plan to go to a preseason game with my family, with my siblings. That's going to be cool getting to do that with them. Their first time ever in Arrowhead. So, dude, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited that football's here. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of chains and whatnot, the whole bet with Saquon and Baker for Rookie of the Year when they did the chain bet, you saw that, right? Yeah. I feel like that should be one of our bets. That we, we should got to buy a chain? we got to buy a chain for each other. 
<laughs> What's what was that bet that we made that we hadn't figured out the uh, the deal on yet? You were writing down the bets. We made a bet and yeah. we were trying to figure out what the uh, what the actual bet was going to be. Yeah, so it was Lamar Jackson bet. How many yards and how many touchdowns? Yeah, boom. There's yeah. your chain. I mean, I feel like this the chain one needs to be kind of like an overall because we're going to make a whole bunch of bets this year. We just keep track of who's won how many and whoever and we wins can just exchange the chain year in and year out. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we can nice. just make a talking football one, and you have to wear it all off season every time we record. If you're the winner or the loser, winner, dude, it's a yeah. reward. Well, Come I'm on. trying to figure that out. You're like, you gotta, you gotta wear it every time. Like, I yeah, might just have it hanging in the background, you no, know, no, draping my no. uh, fantasy football uh, trophy. Oh, that's cute. You think you win fantasy football? That's so cute of you. I won two leagues last year. Yeah, I had a four. Yeah. That's, five, that's batting 500. That's pretty good. It, it, I don't that's see you very doing that. Good. What do you do, Therese? It's very good, but you're playing against like your little sister and your mom. Nope. Yeah, you do actually. You tell me that. Do you I have a little? Do you have a little sister? I got two of them actually. Oh, look at that! I I literally don't know how many siblings you have. Well, we're not about to talk about it on air, so uh, we'll save that for later. <laughs> how many siblings you got? I'm the oldest of four. Okay, there we go. Cool. Yeah. Good to know. All right, I guess talk. you could say six. Excuse me. Oldest is six. That doesn't make any sense. You literally just forgot about two? Like, you're just like, oh, yeah. Hey. Uh, Kim and, Kim parents, and parents are separated. Parents are separated. <laughs> I mean, it's where I'm at, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that life very well. All right. Let's move on to most ex- explosive offenses for this upcoming season. And yes, we are going to say you can't talk about Kansas City. You can't talk about the Rams. You can't talk about the Saints. Sure, we can leave the Browns in there, even though I know that's going to be your answer. It's definitely not. Okay, tell me, not counting those offenses, who are your two most explosive offenses, you think? The Dallas Cowboys, between Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott, we've already discussed this better than most that people give him credit for, and then he's still got Zeke. Their offensive line, yes, it's getting older, but they're all back, and they added to it. They got a good fullback. Everyone's forgetting Jason Witten's coming back with a year off. Yeah, he might not be the Jason Witten, but it's still Jason Witten. It's better from having no tight end to at least a tight end. Dallas Cowboys are looking pretty good there. You can score at any moment. And then the other one, honestly, I want to say that Los Angeles Chargers. It I mean, should that's be. where I'm at. They should be because when we talked about most deadly trio, that was the team you you chose. Which exactly. also, everybody, I love that that's starting to become a thing. Have you noticed that on social media? A lot of people are talking about like the best trios. Mm-hmm. I feel like we did. We just did that back in like May. It's just so long ago. Hey, we're starting. We're setting the trend, man. I mean, trying. At some point, people are like, "Hey, these guys kind of know what's going on over here." And it's about the same thing everyone else is saying. Uh, maybe we should listen to them first because that's what we're going to hear first. Exactly. We didn't talk about this on released players. I don't know why I didn't put that on the chart. Alan Hearns got released by the Cowboys yesterday. Yes. yes. After that very gruesome injury in the playoff game. But he he's healthy. He's been running. Like last week, he was posting videos of him running with Jared Goff, doing routes with all the other receivers. Hey, Jacksonville, I know you guys like to play hardball with very, very good players like Yannick Ngakwe and Jalen Ramsey because you guys have so much, 
you know, round to stand on because you guys average like five wins a season for the last 10 years. So you guys are, you guys know exactly what you're doing. So just keep that up. But, you know, whatever. If you want to sign Alan Hearns back, I, I wouldn't mind having a veteran wide receiver that knows the city and whatnot. Wouldn't mind that at all. But you guys keep doing hardball. It's fine. It's not a big deal. We good? We good there? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what this we shit is. Are you good? Yeah. Are you, you alright? I'm good. I'm good. Alright, we'll go with mine now. I'll go with the Green Bay Packers. I think that Aaron Rodgers healthy. I think last year they were going through growing pains with rookie wide receivers. Now they got guys that are at least know what's going on. Plus you got Devontae Adams. They're finally gonna give Aaron Jones the ball. Jimmy Graham, maybe he becomes something, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. We'll see. So there's one for you. And then the other one, I would say the Houston Texans. As long as they're as long as those wide receivers stay healthy, that offense is going to be very, very deadly. What was your first team again there? Green Bay Packers. We're forgetting about the Minnesota Vikings. No, no, they were on my list as well. I just went with the Packers. Cool. Just just thinking, sorry. Just no, no, you're still good. thinking. If all yeah. goes well with Sam Darnold, New York Jets, Robbie Anderson, Le'Veon Bell, they built the de- their offensive line. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot, right? Like, you can see a lot of teams having that option, right? So like the Eagles, I could mm. see having a big year. We could talk about the Falcons. I think they're going to have a monster year. Uh, yeah, because they just rebuilt their offensive line through the draft. Exactly. Yep. And. They got their new offensive coordinator that is back from what he was before. So Cutter, or Cutter, yeah. Cutter, yeah, yeah, Cutter, yeah, and yeah. Again, I think I said this a few episodes ago, but the best year that Julio's ever had was under him. Maybe that's why he thinks he's having three thousand yards. I've also been thinking, and I kind of just want to get this out here on the table because I've been thinking about it recently. I'm starting to be a believer that the Bengals aren't going to be as bad as everybody thinks. Dude, that's funny you say that because I've been, I've just been having that gut feeling like, are the Bengals the team that everyone's counting out and they shouldn't be? Yes. I'm starting to believe they're right. I mean, you got Geno Atkins. They have Hubbard, who had a defensive end. I don't remember his first name. Had a pretty decent season last year and then got hurt. Yeah. On offense. I don't know their offensive line well enough. Tyler Eifert, I mean, for the love of God, man, God bless him. He can't stay healthy. Uh-oh. I don't know what he's still doing in the NFL. I mean, dude, just go home and sit on the couch with some fucking bubble wrap because as soon as you touch the field, dude, you're done. I mean, you're done. Yeah. But you got A.J. Green. You got Boyd. I mean, yeah. What I mean, what Joe else do you need? Mixon. They got Joe Mixon. Exactly. Their, de- their defensive backs aren't bad. They got William Jackson. Who's their other cornerback? Why can't I think of his name? Um, Let me just look him up. We'll just go over the Bengals right now. A little let's do it. Spur of the moment special here. Kirkpatrick is what the name I was thinking of. Don't know why I couldn't think of it. Yeah, Kirkpatrick, awesome. Darkwist Denard as their slot corner. They Sean drafted Williams. Jonah Williams. Sorry to interrupt you. John Ross at wide receiver. Jonah Williams isn't playing this year though. That's right. They have Drew Sample. That's a decent. That's a decent rookie tight end there if all goes well. They drafted Rodney Anderson out of Oklahoma. You just said uh, Dre Kirkpatrick. Yep, Carlos Dunlap. Carl Lawson, if he comes back from injury, he had an awesome rookie year. 
Yep. Malik Jackson, uh, Malik Jefferson, excuse me. Malik if Jefferson. all goes well there, another year of development out of Texas. Yep. Billy Price, a stud. I, I hate their right side of their offensive line and John Miller and Bobby Hart. Like, that's that's mm-hmm. a real concern. But every team has some sort of concern, right? And theirs is just the right-sided line. Dude, they're winning. They're winning minimum six games this year. Any chance they come out of the North? I mean, any. I mean, any chance yes. they play? They always play the Ravens well. They're always competitive against the Steelers, yes. and I mean the Browns. And then they've always had good games because they both just sucked at the same time. Exactly. But I mean, if they can stay healthy with mixing, and dude, if John Ross doesn't get hurt, holy How crap! How are you offense? How are you going to start if if Ross and Eifert stay healthy? And I know those are huge ifs, huge ifs. But if those two do, how do you stop that offense? Mixing. With mixing out of the backfield, catching and running. Yep. A.J. Green, we've already talked about. Yep. And, and the two guys you just mentioned. Yikes, dude. Yeah. We also forgot to talk about that during signings. Tyler Boyd signed this afternoon. Yes. I said his name, but to, you did. You did. got to but, mention that. Dude, so two studs on the outside. You can put John Ross in the slot. Speed for days. Eifert across the middle. Big guy. And then you got Mixon. Why... I think we just like thought in our head, okay, Andy Dalton's not very good. The defense is falling apart. But wonder what? I don't see it. I don't see it anymore. I've been thinking about it for like a week and a half now, and been like, do I say this on the pod? Do I say it or do I wait? I'm just going for it at this point. Minimum six wins. I think that they go seven and nine, eight and eight. Did Andy Dalton was he injured last year? No, I think he played every game. He didn't have a thumb injury. I'm making that up. Uh, that's probably past years but maybe not i can't i honestly can't remember i feel like 2017 he had i don't know i mean he stayed decently consistent on who he is as a quarterback top top 80s 90s you know qbr rating just a little over 10 interceptions just over 20 touchdowns right at that 3,000 yard mark 61 completion percentage i mean yeah it was just a pretty average quarterback Let's see here. Oh, he does. He missed five games last year. I, I apologize. That's why his yardage was so low. I'm like, why so was he yardage? missed five games and still threw for 21 touchdowns? When the year, was he injured the year before 2000 or in 2017? No, he played 16 games, 16 and 17. So in 2017, he threw for 25 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Last year, he missed five games and threw for 21 touchdowns in 11 interceptions. Had a higher rating. And was about 700 yards from beating the yardage he threw before with the higher completion percentage. Dude, he's coming out with a man on a mission. And I know a lot of people don't love the signing that they had for their or their head coach, but I he's learned from McVay for the last couple years. He's gonna do exactly what he saw McVay and what he did. Right? What's what's their head coach name? Why am I blanking right now? Uh, I, it's Zach, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Zach Taylor. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Cause he was the, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm the struck. quarterback's yeah, coach for the quarterback's Rams. Coach. Yes. Thank you. And so <laughs> Zach Taylor from the Rams under Sean McVay was the quarterback coach. Now the head coach of the Bengals. There we go. Bingo, bingo. Thank you very much for that. And he's going to do exactly what he learned from McVay teaching golf. Fuck it. I'll do it. I don't even care. They're going to fight with the Ravens for winning the North. And then here, here's this right here. Zach Taylor, new young head coach, goes, hey, my offensive assistant, Dan Pitcher, 
He's going to be the head of game management. I'm not putting that pressure on myself this young into my career as a head coach. I'm going to handle the offense. I'm going to install my scheme. We're going to change the game, the mindset here and the culture. But I'm going to have a guy that has experience with this and managing the game, and he's going to be there in my back pocket to help me, or right there on my right side. He's not even going to be behind me. He's going to be right beside me, and we're going to go to this together. And he's already got a family family mentality for the team. Dude, that's exactly what Cincinnati needs. They're not going to have a bad year, dude. They're going to be a lot better than a lot of people think. Yep. You know who I think sucks that some people seem to be high on? Who? Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, they're not going to be good. Kyler, I mean, I feel like some people are like, man, Kyler Murray just does so well. He does this. Dude, they're going to suck. But Vegas put his passing yards at 3,100 yards. Smash the over. 3,100 yards. I will smash that all day, every day. Really? Yes, really. You think he's yep. going to have over 3,100 yards his rookie year? Yeah. A 5'10 quarterback. Correct. They're going to be down so much, they're going to be throwing it all the time. He's going to average like 150 yards in the fourth quarter alone because they're going to be down so much. I'll, I'm honestly going to be shocked to see that. Do you want to put that as a, one of our bets? Because I will gladly take that bet all day, every day. Let's slap it on there. Okay. This is just a tally towards the chain. It is. Okay, I am taking over 3,100 yards passing for Kyler Murray. Okay. Sorry, I'm writing it up. You're writing it up? Yeah, in my notes. I have a, I have a note. You're not writing it down, you're writing it up? Yeah. What's the fucking <laughs> That just got me off guard. I'm <laughs> writing it up. I've never heard someone go, writing it up right now. I wish I'm writing it down right now. Oh, really? I, I always say writing it up. Maybe I'm just weird. Everybody, oh, am man. I weird? Are you am being serious? Yeah. So I guess it comes from my video game world where it's like, okay, write up a bug for it. And that's just the way we word it. So like, uh, right, cute. like if I'm telling a tester to write up something, I'm just like, write up a bug. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of video games and your experience with that, you had a part in Twisted Metal, right? Correct. For PlayStation 1. Uh, PlayStation Portable, so PSP and PlayStation 3. Ah, uh, okay. All right. So PS1 and PS2... I was still a kid. Same company, same owner, same creator, all that. I'm actually very, very good friends with him. I go golfing with him pretty often. He's an awesome dude. And yeah, but yes, so I do. I did create that. I was the designer and lead tester during Twisted Metal Days. Gotcha. Well, the reason I brought it up is because PlayStation with Best Buy, they're doing a package where you can buy a PlayStation 1 for $20.00. And it comes with 20 games. And Twisted Metal Twisted Metal is on it. Yeah, so Twisted Metal was like, they started, in a sense, the whole games that are, are owned by a console. So, like, because Twisted Metal isn't on Xbox, right? Sony owns Twisted Metal. And so, uh, console exclusive, they kind of started. Twisted Metal was one of the first games for PlayStation. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, so I can't I can't wait to plug it in. So if you want a PlayStation One with twenty games on it for twenty bucks, hit up your local Best Buy because I don't know how long they're going to be around. But I grew up playing PlayStation. I'm still a PlayStation guy. I had to do it, and it's twenty freaking dollars. Yeah, I didn't know this was a real thing. I'm gonna go to my Best Buy tomorrow now. Just do it online. Buy it online before it goes out. All right, I'll, I'll get. I was on Best still- Buy for two minutes. Out. Okay, done deal then. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? What anything you're excited for camp wise now that your team really comes in tomorrow? 
just seeing how the rookies do, man. I mean, the Chiefs, they seeing how, I guess, Damian William does with, uh, with the running back group. They drafted a couple guys, you know, a couple guys coming in from, you know, undrafted free agent rookies, yada, yada, yada. Just kind of seeing who comes in and makes a difference. There's a couple guys that I have my eyes on. I'll better prep myself for this next episode so I can just name drop them so anyone else can keep an eye out for them when the season starts. I kind of want you to do the same thing for the Jaguars because I'm sure you got a couple couple guys you're watching and kind of having a little bit of hopes for, you know, can maybe your, maybe your training camp crush, you know. Your T your TCC. No, yeah. that can't sounded better in my head, but it is what it is. Other than that, dude, I'm ready for football. I'm excited for camp. I hope I hope my team, I hope your team, I hope everyone's team's guys stay healthy through this, and we can have a great season with very minimal injuries. I can't disagree with you there. Cool. All right, I think that's it though. You got anything else you want to talk about today? Just how nice of a guy you are. You know, just one of a kind. I am Justin James Treese, JJ, JJT, baby. Damn straight. Yeah. yeah so I'm excited for this weekend. The weekend episode is going to be great because we'll be a couple days into camp for everybody. So we'll be able to talk about like actual news. Today is a little tough because only like five teams actually showed up to camp today besides the greatest team and the greatest player of all time. But, you know, we talked about him for a bit. Mahomes, for sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, let's just talk about this for a second. NFL Network's doing their top 100. Yes. So we tried to beat beat them to it, which we did. And we've had a few that are very close to what they had. And then a few that were like, hey, we didn't even have them on our top 100. And it's, I mean, I'm very excited every day watching the 10 come out because they're doing 10, in, 10 for 10 days. And <laughs> You've been struggling to say that. I'm 10 yeah. in 10 days, 10 players 10 in 10 days. There yeah, you go. I really struggle with that. <laughs> like when, when you have to use the same word twice in like two or three words, like it struggles. <laughs> 10 players in duh, 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 10 yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. You guys can, it's fine. It's my weakness and I'm okay with it. I'll live. I'll live. But, uh, a few that I'm, a few were surprised today. Mark Ingram making the top 80, and Kirk Cousins making the top 80. Those are just yeah. two guys that like we said their names and just tossed them aside. Very quickly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe we just had more recognition to offensive linemen. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we had 12 offensive linemen in our top 100. They've only named, I think, three or four in the top 70. Yeah. I mean, they're on pace for 10, I guess. So it's not that much more, but it's interesting to see. For sure, for sure. But other than that, man, I think that pretty much kind of just wraps it up with what we got today. As always, we appreciate you guys listening. Hit us up on social. You can hit us up on Twitter at Talking Football, Instagram at Talking Football. But as always, today we have been Talking Football.